Relight Wellness Podcast. I'm your host and on-air herbalist, Tyler Beakley. Join me as we dive deep into the wild world of wellness and discover ways to apply ancient wellness practices to our busy modern lives. I'm here to educate, empower, and learn right along with you. So let's see how we can live better, feel better, and, well, be better today here on the Relight Wellness Podcast. everybody and welcome back to the Relight Wellness Podcast. My name is Tyler and I am your host and on-air herbalist and I am joined today by the lovely Kelsey Minard. Hi. Hi Kelsey. Thank you again for coming back. I know today's episode speaks very closely to you because we are talking about herbs and lifestyle changes for seasonal allergies. Ah yes. Yes. My eternal struggle. Yes. So, yeah, and we are right in the midst of allergy season. Yes. Spring to summer, like we are in the depths of it. So I think that this is a very appropriate time to talk about allergies. Um, Let's get right into it. Yeah. Should we? Yeah. All right, cool. First, I'm not a doctor, so anything we talk about on today's episode should not be taken as, as medical advice. Anything that we do talk about is intended to educate and empower, not treat or diagnose. So if you do decide to try any protocol, always talk to your medical doctor, whether it's herbal or not. All right. You didn't say it this time. On to the good stuff. On to the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So first, let's talk about what allergies are. Yes. Because allergies or an allergic reaction is your body's defense mechanism. It's Mm -hmm. your immune system saying, that's an invader. I don't like it. We're going to try and do whatever we can to get rid of it. Totally. Yep. So it's not all bad. But it's a problem when your body is having an allergic reaction to something that is not a problem. Like grass. Right. So if you're walking down the street, someone's mowing their lawn, and all of a sudden... You're coughing and you're sneezing and your eyes start watering. That's when your allergic reaction is more detrimental than the allergen you're exposed to. Yes. And that's what we're talking about. This is not a, anything we talk about today is not to substitute if you have a true allergy to something. Right. And um, you need an EpiPen. Right. Yes. That, I don't have Please an EpiPen. carry version. an EpiPen. <laughs> yes. Always. This is for that. Yeah, those, those allergens that shouldn't cause that reaction, like pet dander, dust, um, um, ragweed, mold. Yeah, all of those things. All of them. If you just have seasonal allergies. Everything that I have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, your body is overreacting. It, it needs to calm down. It does. It needs to calm down. All right, so here, there are a lot of things that we can do. So that's good. Um, first is looking at your diet. Yes. Which... Yes. You don't want to change the foods you love to eat. No. But if that means you're going to get relief from those allergies, like, totally worth it. All I know growing up, no dairy. Yes. My mom would always get so mad at me when I had allergies and I asked for a pizza right. to eat. She's like, no. Right. Are you kidding me? You're not going to have cheese. You're not going to have dairy. Right. So dairy, alcohol, caffeine, sugar, wheat, all of those create more mucus in your body. Got it. They also put a little extra strain on your liver. 
Hmm. So your liver has to kind of filter that out. And one thing I learned from my teacher about allergies was your liver is kind of like a bucket. And it takes in what, I mean, it's doing its job. It's not like anytime it's faced with something, it can't handle it. But it's, it's filtering out your hormones. It's filtering out caffeine, sugar, alcohol, sugar, dairy, all of that. Adds an extra strain on it. Adds stress on that. Add just toxins in the air that we breathe in that your body has to filter out. So when your liver gets full, when you're now exposed to pet dander or grass or whatever, um, that's the tipping point and that's when your body triggers an allergic reaction. So if you keep your liver going and mm -hmm. detoxing the way it should as efficiently as possible, you might notice that sometimes you have allergies and sometimes you don't. The times that maybe you don't, your liver probably was functioning far better than times whenever you... So it's not backed up with all the things that you make it deal with. Exactly. So you got to keep dumping your bucket out. Gotcha. And the ways you can do that, of course, are herbs like milk thistle mm -hmm. that I've talked about on, if not on the show, then definitely on my Instagram. I've talked about milk, about milk thistle. Um, or turning to bitter foods, or bitter herbs, um, like dandelion root, burdock. Um, bitter orange, like cocktail bitters, like just take a squirt of that and that will help your liver do its thing. Better. But not coffee, because I know coffee is a bitter, right. but it's got caffeine. It caffeine. So, so it's, no. right, the caffeine's the alkaloid. So we can't find yeah. a reason to drink coffee to say, no, it's fine for my allergies. I know. I'm I always sorry. try and find a reason to, you know, drink coffee oh, or yeah. eat chocolate. Coffee's not all bad. It no. actually has a lot of great properties. But caffeine, the caffeine, yeah, if and then you, if, and if then the cream allergies. that you put in it, the whole experience, always Ugh. right, the good stuff, you know. So okay, so I know I'm bare of bad news. Don't have this, but here's something really interesting mm -hmm. of foods to cut out. If you have a ragweed allergy specifically, mm -hmm. there are foods that are related to ragweed that actually make that allergy worse. So, when you're suffering from ragweed seasonal allergies, cut these foods out. Okay. And I'm curious if it makes a difference in your life, if you are a ragweed allergy sufferer. So, the foods that are uh, related to ragweed. So, melon. That includes cantaloupe, honeydew melon, watermelon, uh, cucumbers, bananas, sunflower seeds, chamomile, and echinacea. What? Which is interesting, right? Because Super. Because you're like, I want echinacea, I want to pump up my immune system, but echinacea is in the same family. Okay. Yeah. But that's just specific to ragweed. So to ragweed. Mm -hmm. Maybe, can you see if you're allergic to ragweed by maybe when it's not ragweed allergy season, by like eating a bunch of those foods and seeing if you feel if you allergies? If to do that. Is that a way? Because I know some people are like, I don't know if I'm allergic to ragweed. Right. Well, I don't know if I... I mean, if you eat those foods, I would just pay attention to how you feel when you do eat those foods. Right. And if you notice, wow, my body creates more mucus mm -hmm. and I feel more inflamed and all of that. More tired because yeah. my body has to deal with it, then maybe you do have a ragweed allergy. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So I've been telling you a lot of don't do this, don't do that. I hate that. That's, I hate doing that. I mean, that. that's kind of, I'm used to it. That's my least favorite part of the gig. So let me tell you what you can do. Okay. All right. So we are going to add foods into our diet high in quercetin. Okay. Quercetin, which you uh, can get in capsule form. You just told me about this. I know. While we were feeding camp an apple. Yeah. That's because quercetin is found in apples. But 
first let me tell you what quercetin is. So it's a bioflavonoid mm -hmm. that's super high in anti-inflammatory compounds, antihistamines, and antioxidants. So it's really great for allergies. And for those of you who don't live with Tyler, bioflavonoids are? So it's a flavonoid, it's an antioxidant. Perfect. Found in plants, yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, so quercetin is found in red wine. Red, red wine. Yes. Perfect. Grapefruit. All right. Onions. Okay. Apples, specifically the skin, which you know, those like tannins. Yep. So tannins are flavonoids. Okay. That So if you think red wine, like the skin tea, of the apple. Black tea. Black tea. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, and also in leafy green vegetables and beans, which anything that you kind of notice that feeling in your mouth, mm -hmm. you know that the dryness the almost beans that, that yeah. all of those like um, eating spinach. Yeah, like you get that. that, that there's a the feeling. Those that those are bioflavonoids, and that's quercetin. That Question. You want that? Yes. I know with um, vitamins, any heat destroys it. Does like heat and cooking with those? Like if you do like wilt your spinach or cook with onions, does that ruin bioflavonoids? No. Cool. So it's a much more tough thing that you can get from your food. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Yes, that was a good question. Thank you. Because you can get bioflavonoids from tea. Awesome. So it's it can be extracted in water, it can be extracted in hot water, you're set. So it's it's heat tolerant. Yes. Cool. Unlike right, vitamin C. And water soluble, yes. I'm guessing. Cool. Yes. So that's why, so if you take a tincture um, of, of these, Plants that I, that if you see anything that's high in quercetin, a tincture, you're not going to get the as many of the bioflavonoids in that. Because tinctures are typically alcohol and not alcohol soluble. Exactly. Got it. All right. So, quercetin um, also has natural compounds that block substances involved in allergies. So it's able to inhibit the. Um, we have these things called mast cells, and they secrete the compound that says you're an allergen like attack you so that's telling your body basically it inflamed. labels it things yeah okay so it calms that down it's like hey mess cell it's okay right it's just a cat right yeah so okay next i said liver support right so we're going to do bitters um and the allergic response is from the immune system mm -hmm. right so you want to strengthen your immune system so mm -hmm. you want to find immune tonics Okay. So anything that says it's a tonic, that means it's going to strengthen it. So since we can't take echinacea, mm -hmm. even though we think that supports our immune system, that actually stimulates it, mm -hmm. we want something that's just going to support it. So reishi mushroom and astragalus. So anytime you're cooking beans for their quercetin, throw in a couple sticks of astragalus. Super, super easy. And I know that you and I aren't the biggest fan of mushrooms. If it's in powder form, it's a lot easier for us to take in I'm a texture person right um, but astragalus is so easy you find just the root and since I'm the cook in the family you throw it in just like you would a bay leaf so you throw it in you do your thing the bay leaf is mainly for flavor astragalus is for the nutrients and so you don't really taste it when you throw it in you can use it in your rice you can use it in your beans you can use it in soup anything that has a long simmer and then just take it out. Exactly. Super simple. Yeah, and astragalus, it's yeah, it's really neutral in flavor, um, so it blends in well in any kind mm -hmm. of broths or anything. Yeah. Um, it's an adaptogen, and it's it's a like I said, an immune tonic. But it with immune tonics, that is, um, it takes time. Mm -hmm. So it, you're not going to see an immediate 
impact on your immune system, you it's long and slow. So if you eat a lot of quinoa, a lot of rice, a lot just every single time. Yeah. Just any, reach for it. Anytime you're simmering something, throw it in. Cool. Yeah. Love astragalus. Um, okay, so herbs that are specific to allergies. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lot of mucus and you need to thin it out and move it out, mm-hmm. you're gonna look for a tincture of whorehound. Okay. That is spelled H O R E H O U N D. Sounds really aggressive. Yes, whorehound. <laughs> but it's amazing at just thinning that mucus and moving it out of your body. Okay, so you're looking for a tincture, but how much would you? I know that you don't like dosages, especially right. like as an herbalist, but mm-hmm. it's nice to give an idea. Yeah, so this should have a fairly immediate expectorant effect. Okay. Um, so if you're having a cough that's not producing anything, Start with a dropper full of this whorehound, um, and if that helps, there's your dose. Yep. If you need more than, if it's not helping you produce a cough, it's not thinning out the mucus. Um, take another dropper. So it's take as you need. Mm-hmm. It's not you need to take yeah. this every day at this time with a right. meal. Right. Just open your mouth for the dropper full in, and pray to God that's enough and yes. it does its job. Yes. So yeah, that's that's a great one. You want this in tincture form? Got it. Um, nettle. Yes. That's our next one. That's the one I know. So, nettle's amazing. I can't praise nettle enough. It's in our nourishment tea. You can't recommend it enough. The phrase of last episode. (laughs) Sorry I said that so many times. But I can't recommend it enough. There it is. Yep. So, nettle's amazing at decreasing inflammation in the sinus cavities and providing that antihistamine effect. So... Nettle is so, so great. You can get it in capsule form and freeze-dried nettle, or you can drink it as tea. Some herbalists argue and say that you don't get enough of the compounds in tea, but I've seen amazing results of drinking nettle tea on my allergies. But I also think that with like nettle, at least with tea, because I know we drink it a lot because it's in some of your tea blends, it's more of a, you have to take it over time for it to work. Right. So it's, it is reducing the inflammation, mm-hmm. um, so it's keeping that inflammation down. Okay. But in a far safer way than taking ibuprofen over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Less um, less side effects. Cool. So, and you're also giving yourself minerals. Your mm-hmm. um, the high chlorophyll content means it's detoxifying your blood. So again, you're giving your liver a break. You're helping clear the bucket. <laughs> So, nettle. And I know that nettle you can find anywhere. I've never really looked for what? Whorehound. Whorehound. Yeah. I haven't looked for that. I don't know how easily accessible that one is, but I know nettle is everywhere. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Yeah. Get that inflammation down and it'll just, specifically, it's um, great at inflammation in the sinus cavities, which, yay, yay, yay. Yeah. If you get headaches from allergies. Yes. Yeah. All right, another anti-inflammatory, antihistamine, antioxidant. Um, specifically, when you get the itchy, watery eyes. That's me. Yes, and specifically, if you find yourself very allergic to cats. That's me. Okay, goldenrod. Ah, uh, yes. Which has a misconception that um, people think they're allergic to goldenrod mm-hmm. because it has this big yellow pollen. But that pollen is so big, it's not carried through the air, and it's it's too big to be an allergen to actually 
to slip through all the filters that our body has. Right. So um, the thing with with goldenrod is it typically is in bloom the same time the big culprits are in bloom. Gotcha. Like yeah. And it's just a like highly visible thing, and so people visible. are like, "Whoa, that so, has to be something." Yeah. So a lot of people think they're allergic to goldenrod, but actually, goldenrod is the antidote <laughs> to being allergic to a lot of these things. Awesome. Um, because again, fights the inflammation, has the antihistamine effect. Um, and it's bitter, so it's also supporting your liver at the same time. So it's double. It's got the quercetin, and it has that bitter factor. So if you're taking the tincture form, you're getting that bitter. Or if you're drinking golden rod tea, um, this one might be one that you have to seek out to find. Yeah. Uh, but you can find it, of course, a golden rod um, extract in a capsule. Like mm-hmm. when in doubt, if you cannot find the actual herb to make tea. Mm-hmm. Um, Start with tincture, and if you can't find tincture, then go to an extract. So you're saying tincture and tea, so it's both water-soluble and alcohol-soluble. Yeah. Of course, you're not going to get as much of the the quercetin for the flavonoids, but it does have other properties that are antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and you want that bitter quality from the tincture. So Gotcha. you're fine either way. If you could do both, drink some tea, take some tincture, you're good. Cool. Um, Okay, the next one is called butter burr. Spelled B-U-T-T-E-R-B-U-R. Also, I only know this one from migraines. Yes. It's used a lot for migraines. Yes. There has been a lot of research on butter burr for allergies and migraines. Mm -hmm. So, and specifically, if you get migraines from allergies, Mm -hmm. which can be a trigger for some people, it's really, really good for that. Um, But the thing with (laughs) butter burr uh, you don't want to just ever eat this herb. You don't eat the root, the rhizome, or the leaves. You want you don't want it in its raw form ever. So you want to get it in a capsule form, mm-hmm. a standardized extract, and you want to make sure that it says it is P as in pineapple, A as in apple free, P-A free. Um, that's short for an alkaloid. I can't remember what the P stands for right now, but it's, mm-hmm. it'll say P-A free, um, which I... I don't know why there would be one on the market that wouldn't be PA free, but just to do your due diligence, make sure right. it says that. So butter burr is is just like the Zyrtec of herbs for allergies. Yeah. So and if you do get migraines, try that out. Yeah. And that might tell you that maybe you're getting migraines at least partially from allergies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one I haven't worked with with very much, but the research behind it. That supports it is pretty impressive so yeah. if you are suffering from allergies and don't want to continue to take any over-the-counter or want to try something a little more natural I would go with butterbur okay another one ginger ginger is far more accessible um, you can find just ginger tea you can find just fresh ginger root so ginger again, shots at your local juice shop yes so ginger works as a natural antihistamine um, it's an immune booster and it's a potent antiviral agent. So during allergy season, if you're, you do have a lot of mucus production, you just don't want that to then turn into an infection. Yes. So adding herbs like ginger into your just diet, drinking a tea, um, inhaling that steam as you're drinking that tea, that's all gonna be really, really good uh, for fighting any viruses that could be potentially lingering around looking for a yucky spot like mucus in your body too. To uh, set up camp, and I know for me, when you made uh, make smoothies and you put a lot of ginger in it, yes, 
I just, I feel like I can breathe more, like regardless of allergies or not. So it's really yeah. great it really, thing it, to add to anything. It's just, um, it alleviates that nasal, nasal congestion. Mm-hmm. So that's, it just kind of breaks it up. Just like anything, like smelling um, like horseradish or like yeah. eating wasabi, just that kick. To yeah, kind of like break it's it almost up. an instant thing, but it also has more properties that are going to last longer than that instant feel. Yes. Cool. Yes. And with that, speaking of um, just like being able to breathe and like breaking up that nasal congestion, mm-hmm. with um, allergies, you want to keep that area clean too. So like using a neti pot yes. is so great. But can I just interject? Yes. Everyone says use a neti pot. Right. Don't use the pot. Yeah. Like don't. They have squeeze bottles that actually are just, just, right. just use the bottle. Because I have tried everything under the sun to help allergies, including the neti pot. And that was like torture, but just switching over to the squeeze bottle, so much better. Mm -hmm. And they come with these little packets, but you can make your own saline solution. Yeah. Um, Literally Google saline solution, and you're going to use distilled water. Um, The reason they have you boil that water is because you are are putting that water into your body so you don't want it to have anything yucky in it Mm -hmm. but if you're using distilled water you just need to get it warm enough to dissolve the salt Mm -hmm. um, or the salt mixture but you can yeah you can make your own saline solution just look up the right the right proportions cool yeah um also instead of adding water you can add tea as long as it's strained through a coffee filter so there's there's no chance of there being any plant particle mm-hmm. um again you're putting this into your a very delicate mucous membranes right so um yeah you can use marshmallow root which is going to be really soothing and cooling to an inflamed awful feeling area in your mm-hmm. body um so you instead of doing water you can use a tea great yeah um and steams ah uh, yes with eucalyptus leaf or thyme. Um, again, our Sedona rain steam is great, but but really for like opening that up, I would recommend more like eucalyptus or thyme, mm-hmm. just because it's far more um, aromatic. And if I'm wrong, correct me, but thyme is antimicrobial, yes. right? So I know like when I get really bad allergies and you're like, nope, we're doing a steam. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to. It's because I can literally feel the infection that's starting to grow from from all the mucus buildup, yep. I can feel it as I breathe in and it burns, but that burn is a good feeling. Yeah. So that time steam really is just super beneficial. Yes. And also, again, I've said this before with steams, but taking that time to focus on your breath and breathing in steam mm-hmm. can really be a way to decompress a little bit or bring yourself down into the rest and digest. Yes. And that's really important, too, because stress, I don't know if you've noticed, but anytime um, things are stressful, I feel like my allergies are always worse. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, your liver, your hormones that you're making, the effect that stress has on your immune system. So just taking time, taking care of yourself, and I guess just like putting in the work for your allergies. If, If you are having allergies cutting out those foods mm-hmm. and just like really paying attention to how you're living your life, what you're putting into your body and what you're 
what you're spending time around. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it. That's it for our herbs and lifestyle changes for allergies. Um, I hope that you all found this helpful. Thank you so, so much for joining in. Um, if you have any questions, of course, you know I love getting questions. She does. Love it. I live for it. And then she talks to me for hours about all the questions and everything she told you. Yes. I just want to help everyone. <laughs> and I want everyone to embrace herbalism. And I'm just so thankful for the warm welcome and embrace that really everyone has given this show and the brand as a whole mm -hmm. and just not being so intimidated by herbalism because it is intimidating yes. for sure but it doesn't have to be yes as marie forleo says everything is figure out there you go love her anyways all right guys join me next week for our talk on food sensitivities Ooh. which falls right in line with allergies <laughs> all right guys you all have a wonderful week i hope that you are staying cool 